Hello, and thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast from Prism Insurance Agency. As you know, we put in a ton of time and effort to make each of our shows as valuable as we can. If you find the information useful, please share this podcast with a friend by emailing it to them or sharing this on the social media site. Today, our focus is going to be on college savings programs, specifically the 529 plan. The importance of saving in advance for kids' college education is becoming more and more evident. Could student debt be the next mortgage-style crisis for the U.S.? Surveys are showing disturbing jump in student loan defaults. Just recently, there was a survey of more than 850 U.S. bankruptcy attorneys by the National Association of Consumer Bankruptcy Attorneys, which was released on February 7th of 2012, that shows a major increase in private and public college students unable to repay their loans. And according to the New York Times in 2010, student loan debt topped the trillion-dollar mark in 2011. Debt rates are slowly rising and have been on the rise since 1993. In 2008, two-thirds of college students with bachelor's degrees were in debt compared to less than half of the graduates in 1993. So the importance of saving for college is more than ever. Now we couple that with the recent financial crisis and how that's impacting college. For that, we're going to listen to an excerpt from one of our recent shows where we had the chairman and CEO of America's Research Group, a nationally recognized consumer research trends expert, Britt Beamer, on what's happening in the eyes of the consumer and how they're preparing for their kids' college, or how are they not prepared for funding their kids' college. Listen in. Well, let me give you the best example of how the consumers changed. Ten years ago, not a single consumer out of a thousand would tell you that their children's college education fund was in their top five. And usually when you would talk to consumers, they would give you their choices. It might be seventh, eighth, or ninth. Today, it's second, third, or fourth. And here's why. Ten years ago, when consumers would want to put their kids through college, they would borrow money against their home's equity, and they would use that to pay for their children's college education. A little known fact is, is that when parents put their kids through college in previous decades, 40% of those dollars for college came from their home equity loans. Today, there's no longer any equity in their homes to borrow from. So what's happening is you've got all these people now who are now with children, let's say, in junior high or freshman high schools, and they're literally crying to our interviewers saying, why do we ever take out that home equity loan, and why do we ever buy that boat, or why do we pay off our credit cards, why do we do something else? Because now we have no money to borrow for our children's college education. So when we look at a traditional resource that was equity in family homes as one of the funding sources for college, What a lot of parents are forced to do now is co-signing student loans, finding themselves on the hook, either as they are planning for retirement or already living on fixed incomes. So the sour economy has had many implications when families are planning, whether it's planning for retirement or planning for college. The important thing is you need to start early. So, Jim, if you do have time on your side, no question, saving for college is a better alternative than having to depend on student loans or vanishing home equity in the future. So let's focus the balance of our conversation today on 10 things that everyone should know about 529 college savings plans. And we're going to talk about why many parents and grandparents have selected the 529 college savings plan to help invest for their loved one's future college expenses. It's still surprising to us how many people are unfamiliar with the 529, even though now Congress has definitely committed to making 529 plans part of our current tax code, they certainly are being more promoted now than ever. And they do offer significant flexibility when saving for future college expenses. 
Let's just start with one example of how a 529 plan has flexibility because you can pay for more than just tuition. Withdrawals can be used for any qualified higher education expense, which would include naturally the tuition, any mandatory fees in addition to tuition, supplies, books, computers, or other required equipment, including even room and board if the beneficiary is enrolled at least half-time. One thing to keep in mind, Tony, a lot of people are a little bit confused about this. It also covers tech schools, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a four-year degree program. You just have to check with the school to see if they qualify. Another example of flexibility is the ability to change beneficiaries. The beneficiary can be changed to a member of the immediate or extended family, which includes siblings, grandchildren, nieces and nephews, cousins, or even more. That's a huge point. In the old days, people would set up custodial accounts for the kids. Well, the problem is that account was literally that child's account designated just for that kid. You really couldn't change it to another child, so easily changing beneficiaries makes it kind of nice. The other thing is we had a Coverdale educational IRA that was available for many years. And under those programs, the beneficiary had to be 30 or less, and they had to use those monies up by the time they were 30. Well, now we have the flexibility that if we have another sibling we want to change it to or a cousin, maybe even back to the parents, the parents want to go back to school to further their career or even change careers, they've got that opportunity and flexibility to change that. Now, there are some minor restrictions on it, but if you talk to your advisor, there is a lot of flexibility built in, and most people find that those restrictions don't even really apply to their circumstances. The third aspect of a 529 plan is control of the assets. The account owner, not the beneficiary, maintains control of the assets, including how and when they'll be used, which is a little different, Jim, than when you mentioned that custodial account. Yeah, the custodial accounts, as soon as the child reaches 18, in some states it might be age 21, they would get access to those accounts. And if their idea of how to spend that money might have been a new sports car rather than going to college, it could leave a parent pretty disappointed that their goals weren't met with their money. And naturally, the custodial account is considered the child's money, where in this case, with the 529 plan, it can be argued it's earmarked for them. But because of that other benefit you just mentioned, where you can change the beneficiary, it does provide incredible control with significant flexibility. And that one is really important sometimes with the grandparents, even more so than the parents, Tony, because they might have other grandchildren that might benefit from that hard-earned dollars that they saved all their lives for and decided to contribute to a 529 plan. They have the peace of mind of knowing that there might even be grandchildren in the future that haven't even been born yet that they can use that money for. And if education is a priority, it really helps ensure that that priority gets met. Another benefit of the 529 plan that I think makes it a more favored choice over the Coverdale or ESA is the ability to have flexible contributions. Many 529 plans allow account owners to contribute as little as $50 to an account, but most plans allow account owners to contribute as much as $300,000 or more per beneficiary over the lifetime of the account. Now, the Coverdale educational IRA that Tony mentioned before, you are capped to $2,000 a year. If you think about that, if you got an early start right when that child was born, the most you could put away would be 36000 because at age 18, let's face it, they're going to college. That might leave people ill-equipped to pay for college if that's the only resource they had, whereas the 529 gives a lot more flexibility, as Tony mentioned, where much larger sums can be put away and help address the much larger cost of private schools and the rising cost even in the public school arena.
The next benefit of a 529 plan is an area that's widely and many times misunderstood. What kind of schools can you fund with a 529 plan? Well, accredited schools include any post-secondary college, university, or vocational school that is eligible to participate in student aid programs administered by the U.S. Department of Education. This literally includes approximately 7,000 schools in the U.S. and many outside the United States. On a personal note, my daughter's an exchange student in Spain right now, and because she went through the University of Wisconsin system, the school did qualify for withdrawals from a 529 plan. So you want to check with the school and check with your financial advisor to see if that makes sense and how you can maximize and take advantage of your 529 plan. Let's take a short break, and when we come back, let's explore five more reasons why everyone should consider a 529 plan for saving for college expenses. Please stay tuned. This copyrighted program and its contents is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, nor station render legal, medical, accounting, tax, or other professional advice. The information and opinions expressed here are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendation for any individual situation or security. For specific assistance, you should seek the services of a competent professional. To learn about a specific investment option, ask your Real Wealth Advisor for a prospectus. Please read the prospectus carefully about the fees, expenses, and risks before investing. Real Wealth Advisors offer security and investment advisory services through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, and Registered Investment Advisor, P.O. Box 64284, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55164. Real Wealth Advisors and Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated are not affiliated entities. This is Real Wealth Weekly on the Real Wealth Advisor Network. Just for a moment, try to imagine you're dead. You think that's hard? Try this. You're dead and you don't have life insurance. What would happen to your family's home, to your family's finances, or your family's future? Now here's a thought to put your mind at ease. Life insurance takes care of things should anything happen to you. Death may be hard to imagine, but without life insurance, it's simply unthinkable. Welcome back as we continue to explore 10 reasons why many parents and grandparents have selected 529 college savings plans to help invest for their loved one's future college expenses. Many times when you're saving for the future, you're always focused on some limitations that the IRS might set of how much you can contribute. In addition to that, there's generally income restrictions on being able to participate. Well, not in the case of a 529 plan. There are no income restrictions. Anyone can open a plan regardless of their income. Now, that almost seems contrary. When you're applying for grants or student loans, a lot of that stuff is not available if you have a higher income level. Well, at least you have the opportunity, if you're blessed to have a higher income level, to take advantage of the 529s and make contributions for your loved ones. And remember, the flexibility that you have when taking care of those loved ones, you can put as little as $50 in to as much as 300000 or more for each beneficiary that you want to provide this valuable tool for. Another example of flexibility with 529 plans is they offer a wide range of investment choices, allowing you to invest your assets in the portfolio that best suits your college investing goals. This is something you really want to sit down with your financial professional and plan for. What's really important is to understand the time horizon before withdrawals are going to be made. If we have someone who's 16 years old and we're looking at starting a 529 plan and withdrawals are going to be made in two years, we may want to limit our risk exposure. On the other hand, if we have a newborn, we might want to take the opportunity to have those funds grow and put them in a position where there's more growth opportunities. Again, sitting down with your financial advisor and understanding the risks 
and identifying the time horizons to find the best solution for you and your ability to handle that risk is paramount in making the right decisions. One thing when you're going through that selection process, some of these 529 plans even have portfolios that are based on the age of the beneficiary. You can have a risk profile already built, so you're not the one left picking the individual funds, and you have professional management. At any rate, you should be getting professional advice and making sure that you have the right allocation and the right time horizons matched up for your goals and objectives. Well, Jim, as much as you talk about planning with your advisor, one benefit of the 529 certainly comes in the area of convenience. Many 529 plans offer features that make them a convenient way to save for college, including monthly automatic investment plans, portfolios that automatically rebalance as the beneficiary gets closer to college. And another thing you might even consider, I've always been a believer in many hands make light work. You might check with your advisor. I know I've used plans in the past where they've allowed duplicate statements to go to multiple family members. How often is it that family members honor those kids on birthdays and holidays and other special occasions and they buy them a gift that's forgotten within two weeks or broken or whatever? There's no better gift that you can give than the gift of education. With the cost of today's college, many parents are ill-equipped to handle that burden themselves. So if a family gets together and plans together, it can make that college experience much more attainable by many people putting in a little bit can make a bigger difference than trying to shoulder that burden themselves. I think here's another key feature to talk about and why, again, it's important that the tax code reaffirmed why the 529 plan appears to be the educational savings vehicle of choice. The earnings grow tax-free. So earnings are free from federal income tax when withdrawn for qualified higher education expenses. And many states provide additional 529 state tax benefits to residents, including state income tax-free earnings for qualified withdrawals and or state income tax deductions for contributions. Now, in this area, the importance of getting professional advice from a tax and or your financial advisor is really important because the rules vary from state to state. And some of the states have rules where if that money is not used for higher education, those deductions might be reversed within a certain time frame. So you need to understand what those restrictions are when planning which plan to use. The other thing is most states have one, maybe two plans that are available for you. And not every plan is suited well for everybody's individual financial goals of what they're trying to accomplish for college savings. So you want to explore the different options that are available, whether it's tax benefits, whether it's the investment choices that they offer, the portfolios that might be available within a plan. And sitting down with your financial advisor can help you go through the myriad of choices that are available to you and narrow it down to one that's going to fit for you and your family. And for the last benefit of 529 plans on our list today is in the area of estate planning. Five years worth of gifts can be made at once to a 529 plan without owing any federal gift tax, as long as no other gifts are made to that same beneficiary over the next five years. So with most of us knowing that you can make gifts of up to 13000 per person per year without having to report any gift or pay gift tax, if you do the math, 13 times 5 years for an individual is $65,000. For a married couple, that's as much as $130,000 could be put into a 529 plan for a specific beneficiary. That is a huge estate planning opportunity. 
Now, think about that in the area of estate planning. If you're in a position where you're fortunate enough to dedicate sums of money like that, you can literally, with the change of beneficiaries, create a family legacy for educational planning. Because those funds, as you remember from our earlier part of our discussion, is you can change the beneficiaries. So it can change from a grandchild to a great-grandchild to a great-great-grandchild. So whatever funds are not used can be passed from beneficiary to beneficiary. And to help ensure that legacy, we talked about the owner. You're controlling this. So you can set up a successor owner that might be your trust that names additional trustees and other generations can name additional trustees to keep this legacy going. And remember, because it's outside of your estate, it's completely estate tax-free. Now, this is getting a little bit more advanced, I think, than the writers of the law intended, but this is an unintended opportunity that can be very, very powerful. The other thing you might want to consider, a lot of folks are really nervous about doing advanced planning and whether or not to make gifts and transfers for tax planning purposes or estate planning purposes. Well, one of the beauties of the 529 plan is you're in control. You can make this gift, and if down the road some type of unforeseen circumstance happens, you do have the ability to withdraw the money back for your own use. The consequence of that would be you're going to have to pay taxes on any gains as well as a penalty. But at least that gives you the peace of mind of knowing that if I make this gift, unlike other gifts where it's now gone forever and you don't have the ability to pull that back, here's a way where you might be able to solve that problem of giving up control of those assets. So it's a phenomenal estate planning tool and again, something you might want to sit down with your advisor for and see if that fits in your overall plan if you're looking at doing some advanced gifting. Well, and today we only covered 10 compelling reasons why many parents and grandparents should select a 529 college savings plan to help invest for their loved one's future college expenses. If you're in a position to help that loved one avoid some of the perils we talked about at the beginning of the show of this mounting student debt, help your family members save for future college expenses, and again, consider that 529 plan. Make today the day that you sit down with your advisor and chart a plan for your loved ones on their educational savings plan. Thanks for joining us this week, and tune in again next week as we explore another phase of the real wealth process. And remember, if anything you heard in today's show you'd like to get more information about, contact your real wealth advisor. Also, if you feel that any of this information will be helpful to a friend or family member, just click the Forward to a Friend button. This copyrighted program and its contents is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, nor station render legal, medical, accounting, tax, or other professional advice. The information and opinions expressed here are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendation for any individual situation or security. For specific assistance, you should seek the services of a competent professional. To learn about a specific investment option, ask your Real Wealth Advisor for a prospectus. Please read the prospectus carefully about the fees, expenses, and risks before investing. Real Wealth Advisors offer security and investment advisory services through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered investment advisor, PO Box 64284, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55164. Real Wealth Advisors and Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated are not affiliated entities. This is Real Wealth Weekly on the Real Wealth Advisor Network. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast from Prism Insurance Agency. We've got additional information and links in our show notes which you can click on to learn more. If you have any questions about any of the topics covered or would like to learn more, you can go to our website, www.myprisminsurance.com. 
You can reach out to us on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter. Call us at 951-243-2800 or email me directly at prob at myprisminsurance.com. The email is in the show notes as well. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in and have a wonderful week.